What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Bizarre and Unexplained, and I'm Chuck Bucks, and I'm joined today by Dick Power. Hi. <laughs> and uh, King Kong. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Morgan Freeman. Anyways, this is not a silly podcast. This is the Bizarre and Unexplained. Uh, today, we're talking about serial killers. Okay. So lately, there was a, a movie or a series uh, on Netflix about Jeffrey Dahmer, and he's all over the place now. So he's almost like glorified because um, my son is talking about him, and he's never even seen the movie. Yeah. And kids at school are go. dressing up as Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. So Jeez. later in the show, guys, we're gonna, obviously cool. we're going to talk about serial killers, but we're going to try to summon... Jeffrey Dahmer through the through the uh, spirit box here. No, okay? gar- no guarantees. No guarantees. He's Jerry coming. Dahmer. No, no guarantees. But whatever comes through, you guys will hear it live on the show. This is not. This is no bullshit. We don't control this spirit box thing. But every time we've done it, we've gotten voices. Have we not? We have. I'm yeah. A, I'm just afraid you might get like a different Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, you know, that is a possibility. So, yeah, let's talk about Jeffrey Dahmer first. Jeffrey Dahmer um, from uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And, uh, man, I don't know anybody from Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't know anybody famous from Milwaukee. Yeah, what happens in Milwaukee that we should care about? And then Milwaukee Bucks, right? Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers, that's it. But uh, most of the land is just. You know, it's it's a vast land, so you have you know not much to do. That's right. He is a cannibal and a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. Not the best men. He not was an American serial serial killer, sex offender who committed the murder and dismemberment of seventeen men and boys from nineteen seventy eight to nineteen ninety one. So I guess if you like, I said if you're watching the Netflix series. Obviously, there's bits of truth, but it is a series, and they have to dramatically put something together. But the argument is, is that they're glorifying uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. They totally are. Like, hey, this is not a not a bad guy because if you kind of watch it, you kind of like almost think of him as like a Dexter. Yeah. Right. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of like him, but you know, you know, this guy did do some shit. You know, he's mentally just out yeah. there. You know, right? Hey, maybe I can make some zombies of my own. I believe his parents found out he was. Uh, Dissecting or killing dead animals, killing animals, and then if you didn't, you know, kill them, you dissect them and see what their insides were. They right. should have, you know, they should have napped that right in the butt when they saw. Well, that. who knows if that was true? It might have been true, well, but isn't that a trait that circulars have? Is, is uh, a, who knows? Like well, he, here's the, well, here's what I heard that he was uh, a, like sexually attracted to the sh- the glimmer or the shininess of organs. So when you cut somebody up and it kind of has like that slime and that glimmer to it, that shininess, that's actually a thing where people get turned on to that. So he had that fetish. That was part of his fetish. That's why he would chop them up. Jesus. Yeah. yeah so I don't know if you guys have heard that, but that's actually Jesus, a real thing. I didn't know that that was a thing. And then I guess just 21 hours ago, according to the news, um, uh, places like eBay have removed uh, the uh, costume for Jeffrey Dahmer too. So a lot of people have removed... 
the costumes. Was it too cool or too expensive, or just because just it was uh, they did it more towards the end of Halloween, which nobody is buying costumes yeah. anyways. Uh, but that's I guess what happened. They're just saying that uh, they don't want to glorify uh, Dahmer. You too know, late, too late. So that's I guess that's what's going on. But um, yeah, this guy was a sick fuck. If you're watching the series, it is a good series. But like I said, it's 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 like almost. Like, you're almost like, wow, he was not that bad of a guy, but this guy is a fucking terrible human being. And this guy did uh, a lot of bad, and um, realistically, the cops completely dropped the ball on this guy. If you don't know and you do some research, the the cops uh, many times were called to his uh, apartment and uh, because of the foul uh, death smell, and he would say it was rotten meat. Or whatever the case be, but he would always make up gay stuff. He said gay stuff at one time. He would always make up things that they didn't want to search his uh, search his place. Eventually, the last search was the only reason they found anything is because they found the pictures of people dead um, in his uh, in his drawer. Uh, or I think they were laying out all carelessly. So that's that's actually what happened. Um, let me see. So I guess uh, there's some facts, uh, too, that they put out, uh, looks like recently. Although the first murder of Stephen Hicks was unplanned, the series missed out that Dahmer had fantasies about picking up Hitchhiker and having complete control over him. So I guess in an interview in Inside Edition in 93, Dahmer stated, I was coming back from the shopping mall back in 78. I had fantasies about picking up a Hitchhiker and taking him back to the house and having complete dominance and control over him. In which they kind of do show you a little bit later. Um, is this this guy just really liked the control? He liked drugging people. He wasn't like a real strong guy. He actually almost reminded me of this guy he used to work with at Baker's. What was his name? Um, Larry. Larry. I just seen Larry like a month ago. What? So I was driving to go visit my mom. And I could see this dude in a baker's uniform running. And this is over here by um, the Redlands in and out Yeah. So he's running north. I'm like, look at this fucking goofy bastard. <laughs> I'm laughing, giggling. And then I'm like, oh, shit. I know that guy. It's so incredible. He's still working at baker's. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's, that's this guy. Okay, so we knew this guy. He was really quiet, and he was kind of see. Obviously, he was a little off. His name was Larry. Looked exactly like Jeffrey Dahmer. And uh, what happened was this motherfucker. Um, I gave him a ride one time because he'd always just walk to work or ride his bicycle or take the bus. Yeah, I gave him a ride and I dropped him off, and it was like, dude, it was real creepy. Like, like, like he was gonna eat you. Just real quiet. Try to shoot the shit with him. Not really much. Fuck. Not much there. And uh, I dropped him off at a house. And it was like a vacant house. It was like nothing. Nobody there. That's unsettling. Um, yeah. It was well, creepy. Anyways, were there. <laughs> anyways, back to uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. So another two. These are more facts that weren't in the movie. I guess Glinda Cleveland was not actually his next door neighbor. Uh, he, in real life, she lived in a separate building. So the whole thing about smelling it through the vents and doing all that, that was bullshit. She actually lived, uh, according to uh, Anne E. Schwartz, a crime reporter, 
uh, from the Milwaukee Journal in 91, Glinda lived in a different building in the Oxford Apartments. In the first five minutes of the episode, you have Glinda Cleveland knocking on his door. None of that ever happened. She told the Independent. Um, she was she was told like basically she just called you know obviously seen him sometimes and would call on him. But yeah, no, she uh, she, she never lived next to him. Uh, number three in the series, we also see a graphic scene of Dahmer taking three bags of blood home from the uh, Milwaukee Blood Plasma Center. He worked at and drinking the contents of one, but uh, it, it turns out that didn't exactly happen either. Um, it yeah. once tried a vial, uh, a, a vial of blood and on the rooftop of the center, but immediately spit it out. So there's that. Um, Man, that makes it sucky. I know, right? Wow. Jeez. Uh, number four, even Peters, um, Evan Peters, uh, wears glasses in court, but the real Dahmer never wore his glass, uh, never wore while on trial. That's true. For one reason in particular, uh, his stepmother stated in '92 that he's not wearing glasses, so he can't see people. He panics. She referencing the act. Dahmer refused to wear his glasses in court to, uh, in order to avoid seeing the jury and the and the uh, you know spectators. Yep. So there was that. And then uh says number five. It says uh, John and Joseph were two officers who had the chance to help that 14-year-old boy, one of Dahmer's victims in the series. They later awarded uh, Officer of the Year, but that didn't actually happen. Uh, it says that uh, they uh, took him back to his apartment. That really did happen. And they were convinced that uh, the Dahmer was, uh, that was his 19-year-old lover, they were initially suspended after that That's uh, he was killed yeah. and were later reinstated in 94, and a judge ruled their firing as too harsh. Yep, that's what I remember. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Too harsh my ass, dude. You fucking, you're responsible for his death. Yeah, bad police work. You shouldn't be a police officer. How do you not know? I don't care if it was his lover or not. He doesn't want to be around him. Mm. Okay, lover or not, he's trying to kill him. Lover or not, your job is to protect and serve, not make assumptions based on if someone's a victim, they're a victim. You should help them be removed from the situation. Oh, shit. I mean, that's crazy. That's lazy police work if I've ever heard it. But that's, I mean, that's that. Let's uh, let's look at more serial uh, serial killers. We'll look up serial killers. And uh, you guys know that I have had a chance to go to the Haunted Museum, which is a whole room of serial killers. And that was one of the the rooms that Michelle says she was um, kind of nauseous and got you know touched in the in the arm. I felt a little nauseous too. But uh, starting at number seven of all time serial killers, uh, they have Jack the Ripper. Another lazy police work. They had him. Yeah, I think they had him in custody and they let him go. So Jack the Ripper, uh, we call him Jack the Ripper because we don't really know who the person behind. Uh, one of the older and more d- notorious murder sprees. Um, the the killer appeared in London in the Whitechapel district back in 1888. Now, obviously, with the way cameras are today, it seems that serial killers were put out of business. It's almost like the new serial killers are school shooters. You know, people that shoot up like big crowds. Because that's uh, nowadays is so forensics and all well, that other stuff like you the, can't control multiple. 
That's the easiest thing to do when you're a coward, is to take a car and drive through people, take a gun and shoot a bunch of people from far. Yeah. Um, you know, if you really don't like someone, you're probably going to come up and take a knife to them, make yeah. it more personal, or wrap your hands around their warm Well, the killer throat. mocked the community and the police by sending letters and, and outlining his acts. Although many suspects have named over the years, the killer has never been identified. You know... Jack the Ripper for left Jack the Ripper UK right yeah I left the UK and that fits around the same time that H H Holmes the first serial killer in mm-hmm. America came right yeah so that fits the run I would say that Jack is probably uh well probably a lot of people suspect it, it is the same guy because those murder sprees took place in Boston and Boston was a little replica um, they had a lot of the same alleyways brick walls and if you wanted to kill someone. The way Jack the Ripper was doing it, That's you you way. would go to Boston where they also had the same kind of alleyways and ratways and shit to do it. So, jeez, it fits. Yeah. It does fit. It was yeah. a lot easier to kill somebody low key back in those days. I wish it was back especially in the with day. so much no cameras, no forensics. Yeah. As long as someone didn't see you, and right? You didn't leave a trail. You're good. Kind of like Mexico. Yeah. Anyways, Mexico. number five serial killers, Harold Shipman, also known as Doctor Death. This is believed to have killed 218 patients. Harold Shipman? Yeah, although yeah. the total is quite likely closer to 250. Wow. The doctor practiced in London between 72 and 98, worked in two different offices, killing the whole, uh, killing all while he was caught until a red flag was raised by several people, including the undertaker who was surprised by the sheer number of cremation certificates Shipman was a part of. The Undertaker, huh? Mm-hmm. I knew he had something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, I guess um, he was finally convicted back in 2000 and committed suicide while in prison in 2014. Mm-hmm. Good. Good, good, good. Saving, the, saving us some money. That's what I'm saying, man. If someone's a big enough piece of shit, let's not waste our money on them. Let's not waste our money. Open hey, we're, fire. We're, you know, that's something. If I was a politician, that's like a that's a law I would try to enact. Just put a bullet in them. No, I know. I would try to get a bill passed where it's like you ask a taxpayer straight up, do you want to spend your money on someone who did this, like A, B, or C? And they get to vote. No. No. Yeah, crazy. That. All right, number four, John Wayne Gacy. Now, John Wayne Gacy was kind of teased at the end of the Netflix series. Um, you've seen him there. He's a big, fat fucking clown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also a gay. Um, Looks like Jeff A construction worker known by his... Uh, uh, suburban neighbors it was outgoing. John Wayne Gacy was involved in politics and even acted as a clown for birthday parties. He was also a politician. He was no clown. Gacy came under suspicion in 78 when a 15-year-old boy last seen with him went missing. That wasn't the only time families and missing boys had pointed the finger at Gacy, but it was the first time authorities took him seriously. Soon after, a search warrant granted police access to Gacy's home and the smell of 30 bodies buried in a four-foot crawl space in his home, and he were convinced of 33 counts of murder and additionally, uh, an additional counts of rape and torture and was executed by lethal injection in 1994. He was a sick fuck. There was a story I was watching. Um, there's You can watch the confessional tapes where he had a gun, and he pointed at this guy, or actually before he pointed at the guy, he said, hey, um, let's, uh, he was, there's another guy there. He's like, hey, let's, let's play a game of pool. And he's all, if, uh, if, um, if I win, 
you know, you got to commit a sexual act on me. He's all, if you win, I'll, I'll commit a sexual act on you. And the guy's like, no, hell no, dude. I'm not, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, I was just joking. And then he busts out a gun. And he yep. said, listen, get on your fucking knees. Mm-hmm. And then uh, proceeded to make him the dude blow him. And he's like, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And then finally, like, he liked that control. So I guess he might have let that guy go because obviously that guy was talking. But that's kind of like what this guy was all about. Mm-hmm. Real creepo. He was also a politician, which I think it's crazy. A lot of people don't want to, um, you know, I think we could prevent a lot of people from being harmed if we were to pay attention as a whole. But it's funny how we talk about, like, Dahmer now and Gacy and all these people, Edgine. But it's like, if you look at uh, Sacramento, that's where most people go missing. So it's funny how it's like, who's the real serial murderer, serial killers? Like, I have no fucking idea. And that's, that's what should keep people up at night. Is people like I think like that guy? He was like, he was also not only a politician, but he also was like a clown mascot for an ice cream place. So the 30, 33 flavors, not like, not the, like thirty one, not like thirty one. You know, like this motherfucker good, had thirty three, and the other two were cum. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and semen. Yeah, blood uh, and blood, blood coming, cum semen, cum blood Lots and semen, blood. tears. Uh, number three is H. H. Holmes. Chicago had its share of killers. But perhaps none of more haunting than H.H. H. Holmes, the pharmacist who turned a hotel into a torture castle. Murder castle. Ahead of 1893 World's Fair, Holmes moved to Chicago, started out footing a three-story hotel in all um, necrophilia, and including gas lines, secret passages and trap doors, uh, hallways and dead ends, shoots to the basement, soundproofing and padding and torture devices, Without a maze. Well, I, I actually don't know too much about this guy. The gas allowed Holmes to knock out his guest before worst of what was to happen next. Often this, his surgical tables, he burned the bodies in the building sur- furnace, selling, uh, selling skeletons to medical schools and running life insurance scams. In all, he copped more than 30 murders Found out, uh, found only after a fellow scammer turned him in for falling short of his financial agreement. He was hung in 1896. That's mm-hmm. pretty wild. What did you guys know about H.H. H. Holmes? Uh, I knew about I him know a little bit. That. Yeah. yeah, he was an interesting fellow. They also covered. They also covered him in uh, American Horror Story, which um, you know, not a lot of people like, but I thought it was cool. Um, you know that the old aristocrat type. That's like, hey, you know, hey, buddy, the old. Like 1920s type. He was that kind of a shitty doctor. He had that type of uh, era to him. Mm. So more more like a psychotic uh, Hugh Hefner instead of being into planes and shit. Doctor who was into like necrophilia and fucking. And he converted this whole hotel into one big fucking murder. Like if he can if he can catch you like a mouse trap. It's like a fucking wow. yeah, pretty demented shit. Like murder castle. Yeah. But so the whole castle was like a fun house? Kind of, but death. I, the, the the documentary I saw showed um they were showing blueprints. So I, I would encourage people to check out the documentaries on it because some of them have whole blueprints on how the building looked, the whole hotel. So when they discuss which kind of murders happened, you could also see how it took place, how people would fall mm-hmm. and just like snap their legs. And it's like, oh, well, that's it for them. They're fucked. Holy shit. Like, shit like that kill someone and then just dump their body from the top floor down a chute. It's like, oh, uh, they're dead too. 
Jeez. You know, it's like, who knows what the sick fuck was up to. But Like Home Alone, but more dangerous. Like if Kevin McAllister nowadays. Was, yeah, nowadays. Nowadays. Yeah, now it's good. Who knows what that sick fuck's yeah. up to nowadays. <laughs> exactly. All right, number two is uh, Pedro Lopez, one of the world's most uh, peripheric, uh, peripheric serial killers might still be out there. Pedro Lopez is linked to more than 300 murders in his native Colombia and Ecuador and Peru. At least one-third of those murders were tribal women. After Lopez's arrest in 1980, police found the graves of more than 50 of his preteen victims. He was later convicted of murdering 110 girls in Ecuador and confessed to 240 more murders in Colombia and Peru. The monster of Andes uh, didn't even spend 20 years in prison, and he was released in 98 for good behavior. More than 20 years since, his whereabouts remain unknown. Probably, probably kidnapped and murdered. He's still doing what he like, I mean, When you admit then, something like that, you go on a list that's like... Damn, so you don't even get 20 years and for killing fucking 300 young girls? Um, what kind of country is that? No, look at this country. Fuck, um, PG and E. Was it PG and E? No, no. You know what it was? Johnson and Johnson, a family company out here. They fucking the CEO had molested his three month, I think three month year old, three month old stepdaughter. Jesus, Jesus. And he got like six months in prison. They let him out. Jeez Louise. They gave him that fucking death penalty. But you know, like, who knows where that guy behaved? And we got our be. Tiger King still in prison for not even. Killing anybody. Nah. Still in prison. Still in prison. Release ti- just hashtag justice for Tiger King, dude. And Cain Velasquez threatened a pedophile and he's still in prison. Yep. Unbelievable. Wait, system. Is he? I thought he got out on bail. Uh fuck. Now he's still in there. So number one is Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy loved the attention of his murders, garnered him, and many in the United States were more than happy to give him that attention. The Western U.S. was hunting ground with an unknown number of murders piling up mostly college-age women from Washington to Oregon all the way to Utah and Colorado. Bundy was once arrested in Colorado convicted of kidnapping and escaping custody, moving to Florida where he killed multiple times um, more. Bundy's final arrest was after Matt captured in the attention of the nation as the accused murderer acted on his own lawyer during what he was believed to have been the first televised murder trial, welcomed interviews and boosted the fans that he created, and he eventually was executed in an electric chair in 1989. Damn. Ted fucking Bundy. The one Bundy that no one likes. Yeah, because Bundy, I mean, Bundy's a cool name, but Mm -hmm. Ted Bundy is not a good... Fucking dude. Al Bundy is a great man. Yeah, that's true. Ted Bundy. He's a Mm. fucking cocksucker. Yeah, that's what happens when you don't get involved in sports is you end up like Ted Bundy. Yeah, no, that's it. Um, Well, what about Richard Klinsky? There's a shit ton of different serial killers. Mm. And under Wikipedia, a list of serial killers by numbers of victims, a serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people in two or more separate events over a period of time. Uh, for psychological reasons, there are gaps in time between the killings, which means made range from a few days to months or many years. And then they have a whole list of um, 
serial killers here. Now, let's see here. The highest, one of the highest was um, Luis Gravito. And he uh, came from Colombia. Um, and uh, he killed 193 proven victims. Pedro Lopez was up there and he killed all those young girls. 110 proven victims. They're saying it's more like two, 300. Jesus. Wow. Javd Abdil from Pakistan killed 100 people. Yeah, probably more. Come on, Pakistan. Mikahal Popkov, uh, 78 victims. Daniel Camargo Barbosa from Colombia, 70, 72 proven victims. Pedro Rodriguez uh, from Brazil, 71 victims. Um, and it keeps on going. The uh, most in the United States was Samuel Little at 60 victims. Mm. And Samuel Little was a serial killer murdering, murdering 93 women between 1970 and 2005. All white women? And 2014 was convicted of murdering... Um, let's see here. This is There's this guy right here. Yeah, you can see a mug shot of yep. him. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard his story before. Of, um, this is not like a long time ago. He was born in 1940, died in 2020, in fact. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I heard about him on a different podcast. But uh, He's actually known for being the most prolific, uh, prolific serial killer in United States history by number of victims confirmed. Yeah. So here's the deal. A lot of people, all these guys killed several hundred, but proven victims... This guy has the the record in the United States, mm-hmm. but they they don't talk about it because there's this big whole white black thing. But um, the thing I was watching was it was audio tapes before he had passed, and he had talked with people before, and he had also mentioned where he had buried other women. Also, so did a different truck driver, which is crazy because this is still like he died in 2020, so this is not old. Shit, like no. this is new. This is he's still around. Like mm-hmm. there's still serial killers amongst us. And I think it's a different. Um, it's obviously a different mindset. You know, you don't obviously come across somebody. I think what they what they think is a different type of personality. One that doesn't exactly um, have like doesn't feel sad. Doesn't have like a feeling. When if you would kill something, we would feel bad about it. We would see it die and suffer. We'd have emotions about it. But some people don't have emotions over death. They don't see it that way. They don't have emotions over certain things. They just don't have emotions. So when you're when you're numb like that, essentially anything can, you know, fucking, you know, come across. So sometimes it's a sexual thing. Like obviously, I was telling you guys about Dahmer seeing shiny things, and he was attracted to that. Um, so it could be that. It could be, you know, shit that John Wayne Gacy was into. But that's it's that type of personality. It's that that's a psychological thing. Because if we're coming to body count. People in war sometimes can kill a number of people, but that's not a psychological thing. That's more of a, that's an act of war. That's defending. You can you can you know separate it that way, but still, taking a life's taking a life, and I know that plays a big. Um, you have to have the right mindset for this type of shit. Well, you a know? lot of serial killers come from the um, broken household thing, abusive household thing. Mm-hmm. Um, some don't though. Some don't, but most do. So I think it's very important to look at where abuse is. I'm not necessarily saying it doesn't have to be both parents, but nine times out of ten, 
serial killers has been a big thing since the world war. Um, so since parents are disappearing out of households and families started getting broken up, basically people who didn't have anything to do, I know it, it sucks for me to boil it down like this, but people get bored and their brains wonder or wander and people get crazy. Same thing sexually. People get bored. Only in the United States will you hear about people bitching about like how many genders there are because they're so fucking bored. They ain't got shit to do. If this was a different year, different time, people would be bitching about a world war happening. Hey, man, you're going to go sign up for the thing? There's a war to fight. We're going to fight the Nazis. That's what they'd be talking about. They'd be talking about what genders there are. But All right, let's not get into that. But we'll, we'll do, uh, we're going to do the spirit box. We're going to try to talk about, talk to, Jeffrey Dahmer. So while we, uh, what have I have here? I have a couple different things that we've done ghost hunting with. One's called a uh, electric uh, malmeter, which basically detects um, electronic fields. So if there's like electricity, if you if you see towards this outlet, you know how it spiked. Look, because there's electric. A little bit, yeah. There's a little bit going on there. You can see it works. Okay. So obviously, towards electricity comes here. Regardless how it comes here, we've seen it just works. You've seen it work. You can't see it through the radio or the podcasting, but we'll tell you when it goes off. So I'm going to turn this SB7 spirit box on, and this is basically going to scan a bunch of um, frequencies, and voices essentially can come through it, okay? So that's what we're going to do. Let's see here. So we're going to ask a question. We could probably hear it through our, our headphones. Let me see. Yeah, okay. Whoa. How are we talking? So you're going to hear like radio stuff, guys. You might hear some radio stuff, but what comes clearly is what we're listening for is stuff that goes over the channels. So if we hear something clear, that's essentially what it comes from, okay? So here we go. I'm going to ask a question, then I'm going to put it I'm going to put it live. So, um, is there any spirits in this garage? We're looking for the spirit of Jeffrey Dahmer. Is Jeffrey Dahmer in the spirit world right now? Okay, so we're looking for Jeffrey Dahmer. Is Jeffrey Dahmer out there? Mm. Is there any spirits out there? Is there any spirits coming through right now? We'll open it up to any spirits. Does any spirits want to talk to us? Any Halloween spirits want to say anything before we leave? What do you have? What do you have? We have candy for you. Do you want candy?
We hear you. Yeah, I hear it trying to get through. You're a lady. Come through. Come over here. Talk to this right here. What's your name, lady? We didn't quite get that. What's your name? You ask us what we had. What's your name? Was that you again? I'm at a different voice. That lady that was trying to talk to us, have her come back and say anything. Say something. Won't answer. Hear that? She won't answer, huh? Did you hear that too? Mm-hmm. Won't answer. Why won't she answer? I'm getting chills. Yeah, I mean. Why won't she answer? You don't know? Maybe it's the compliment. Just don't be shy. I'm just trying to give you a compliment here. Do you like this show? Have you been trying to reach out to people? have to slow it down we didn't quite get that what did you say did you say something to us we know a few of you have already came through we do appreciate it some of you are foreigners we should probably do this at my house, too. Do I have anything attached to me? Any spirit that's here? That's her again. I'm trying to say something. Are the Bucks going to win this year? No. Conversation. <laughs> no. What about Tony Soprano? He's dead. You know what she said? Sounded like, like it. It sounded sound like she said. Did you, did you just hear that? Sounded like his fucking voice. Said, hey. Jim, uh, hey, Jim, how you doing? What was uh, James Gallofini? I think he's called Jim. Jim. Jim, you coming through? Someone who pays. Did you not hear that voice? Anybody who pays respect. Ooh, just got chills. Yo. Again. Did yeah, you just hear it? He said an Italian as fuck. He said Italian as fuck. fuck. We love your fucking movies, Oh, man. my goodness. James, you, you're a legend. Dude, I got chills. I just got chills right now. Oh, my God. James, we're looking at a picture of you right now in the man cave. Want to say hi to anybody, any loved ones? Are you still there? In the background. He was yeah, in the background. I heard that. Hey, Jimmy, will you? Again. Oh, my God. I have so much. He's like, oh, I got the chills right like, now. It's, it's like he's battling with other voices. 
let everyone, guys, let James come through and talk to James Gallifini come through and talk to us. We're fans of the Sopranos. And get shorty. Is it true that a dog actually called you? gonna wrap it up uh any last words anybody we're not sure we didn't really make that out seems like a lot of you want to say a lot of things at one time maybe just one speak at a time we can hear all of you. Anybody in the spirit world want to say something to their loved ones? Awesome. 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 Where's the money buried? My house. Everyone does it. I'm everyone's a clat. Everyone's got a. Everyone's you guys are a bunch of jokesters over there. Is Ro- Robin Williams just passed? Uh, just uh, recently had a birthday. Is Robin Williams over there? Did you hear something? Uh, I heard something. Yo. Oh. Woo. Wow. Here's my back of my neck are standing up. Dude, I just heard yeah. something that. Yeah. Wow. There's so many spares flooding through. They're always trying to talk. It seems like a lot of you are over there, but it seems like when we call on a spirit. Do you guys know which spirit we're specifically talking about? What about Paul Walker? Is Paul over there? The one from Fast and Furious, the movies. No? No. No? No. What about uh, Chester Bennington? Is Chester over there? Yeah. Yeah. He just said, yeah. Can you get Chester for us? Oh, my God. He said, whoa, with us. Whoa. Can you... Chester from Lincoln Park, do you guys know who he is? Yeah. Yep. He said, yeah, twice. Can you go get him That's for us? That's a good one. He said, that was a good one. He said, it's a good one. Ooh, my nipples are so hard they can cut glass. Chester, are you there? The lead singer from Lincoln Park. Is he there? Chester, are you there? We would love to talk to you. Wife's a huge fan. Your fans would love to hear from you. So fast. That's how I know it's not radios because they speak so fast. If it was radio, it would be slow. We could hear it. 
it's them when they come in they speak on a different wavelength it's so fast that it's hard to pick up so you guys know who chester is over there can he say hi to us Hi. hi. Oh, shit. We all Ooh. fucking heard him say hi. Dude. Oh. Dude. Guys, want to thank you for coming through. It really thank is. Thank you so much. This is a great experience. It's a great experience. We want to close out this session, but we want to wish you all well, and may you guys rest. And hopefully we can do this again. But we're going to close out this session, okay? Thank you again. Keep trying. That's what I said. Keep trying, huh? Wow, that was amazing. Whoa. We just really talked to Oh, my goodness, dude. Oh, my God. I don't know if it was the right Chester Bennington. But that was direct responses. Yeah. I don't know if Chester went necessarily went through, but we, we heard to Tony Soprano, yeah, dude. Did, no. There was an Italian guy. That was an Italian dude. He said, hey, that was crazy. That is crazy. That was crazy, dude. And I felt the the chills when he said, when he was saying that. But they knew who he was. She's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm a good one. It's like, you know, when you pass, it's not like you, ghosts wouldn't remember you in the last life. If I saw you as a ghost in the next life, I'd be like, hey, you were fucking Tony's. Yeah, exactly. Like, they know, they know they came over. Like, they know they came over. Like, they know it was a good one. Like, oh, yeah, we've seen him. He wasn't necessarily there, but like Tony seemed like he was there, dude. Like it was an Italian guy. He said hi. Sound like his voice too, you know. When yes, when you fucking oh man, we got to go back. There are so many voices coming in so fast, so we can get all those voices. We didn't get it at first, guys. This is not made up. We didn't get it first, but they started warming up to us, and they were coming through. They were getting different spirits. And to think we were about to close right in the last, you know, little bit, and that's when shit kicked off. Wow. That's insane. I think I don't know about yeah. you guys. I have goosebumps from that was goosebumps head, when yeah. they were re- they were talking to us and pretty much saying everything to us. This is not a joke. And guys, we're not making this stuff up. This is real. We should make it up though. Probably guess we should time. probably make it up for other purposes. But yeah. I cannot. That's I don't know how to manipulate that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can. But that was crazy to me. It's pretty awesome. I can't wait to listen to this again. Slow, Slow it down yeah. and then see if we like. Because we heard an Italian voice. I did hear an Italian yeah. voice. We have, we have a picture of uh, James Galnafini here. He's Tony Soprano from The Sopranos. I'm a fan. I have his picture up there. And he, we heard a, We said if he was there, and we heard an Italian guy say, hey, I, hi. I heard, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, hey, what's up? Like Tony would you know, say in yeah. his, like, you know, which is crazy. Okay? And then it seems like they knew that there was other spirits there. Like, oh, yeah, yeah he, uh, Chester Benning. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. I remember him. Like they watched his work, yeah, from, from beyond the grave. Yeah, like they were fans, exactly, yeah. and they knew he passed on. Exactly, yeah. I'm like, in this life, doesn't mean that when you pass, you don't have memories to go. Yeah, with you, you still, you, you still, you know, see whatever what's going on in the world. So, guys, listen to the bizarre and unexplained. That was a live spirit session. Usually, we only get that activity in the mountains, but we got it here tonight, which we're real lucky to do. And we think that the ghost of James Calafini went through. So. I don't know what to tell you. Listen to it. I'll slow it down when I record, re-record this. We'll hear it again. Um, but this is the Bizarre and Unexplained. Thanks for listening.